Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Monique. Welcome back to the podcast, or welcome if this is your first time listening. This is the Brown Vegan Podcast, episode 200. Yes, look at us. The consistency in the last, I would say, last year or so has just really paid off in a great way. So I'm excited to not only be in episode 200, but excited to bring you to 300 as we continue to have conversations with other vegans and also me sharing my experiences with you. So thank you so much for being here with me on this show. If this is your first time listening on this show, I love to talk about practical vegan life, wellness, vegan entrepreneurship, and just the lifestyle of being a vegan. Make sure you come hang out with me on Instagram and YouTube. I'm Brown Vegan on both of those platforms. So yes, I am having an amazing week. So thankful about just life, just having a great, great week. Sipping on my green tea and here with another conversation for you. I have Imani on the show. You guys probably know her as Black and Vegan on Instagram. And we, of course, talk about not only her vegan journey, but also the process of being a content creator, some of the behind the scenes of what she does to get not only take care of a full-time job, but also show up on Instagram in a great way. In this conversation, we also chat about all of the many reasons that you can start and keep going with the vegan journey and how it's so important to do what works best for you. And she also tells us about her cookbook that will be coming out probably in the next year or so. As always, you can get the show notes and everything we mentioned in this episode at brownvegan.com under episode 200 and be sure to go hang out with Imani on Instagram. Her handle over there is black and vegan and that's BLK. So yes, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation. I want to start off by finding out how are you doing? Oh, that's so sweet. I'm doing good. I feel like such a weird time in the world right now with everything Mm -hmm. going on. But yesterday was Sunday. Today's Monday. So Sunday I did a self-care day. So I am feeling very good today. That's good. So what does your self-care routine look like? Oh my gosh. It looks like doing whatever I want to do. I feel like... I've never heard the answer. Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I I got to a point where I'm like, I am not going to guilt trip myself anymore. If I want to sit down in my bathtub and watch TikToks for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, two hours, I'm not going to be like, Imani, self-care means this. Self-care means that. Self-care means doing whatever makes me happy. So I just do whatever I want and I'm not going to judge myself for it for the first time. So, okay. Do you make that a practice for yourself? Is that a weekly thing? You know, it's a, it's a, whenever I feel like I need it thing, because, you know, I think being your own boss sometimes means you have to be disciplined, which makes you feel like you can't do whatever you want, whenever you want, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's really just when I feel like, okay, you're on your last leg. (laughs) <laughs> you need to do this or else. So Not I wouldn't say it's everyone. <laughs> you need to now, now see that just proves you need to schedule it. You said you're on your last leg. <laughs> I mean, you know, the leg is leg is, is on its way out. You want a crutch. You 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 only got one hand, you got one leg. Okay, you need to relax. You need to chill. 
Oh, so, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like you have so much coming up, so much you're working on. I just love your page. I feel like it. you do a great job oh. of like showing vegan food, making it very approachable. And I love that you do the voiceovers because I feel like these days it's very easy to just kind of put up food without really putting a voiceover or, or our face to the content. And I just love how you do that because it's a good way, I think, to stand out. So, oh. yeah, you're doing your thing with that. What made you decide to make that your primary platform, Instagram? You know what it was? is just that Instagram was a platform that I was most comfortable with. I remember I actually started Black and Vegan Activities. I wouldn't say Black and Vegan, but Black and Vegan Activities on my personal page where I would do cook-alongs and things like that on my own personal page. And people started to respond on Instagram. Just So I was like, okay, well, I'll just make my own separate page on Instagram. It was the platform I felt most you know, most user-friendly at the time. Now it's a little different. It's definitely mm-hmm. grown since then. But yeah, I decided to just go with what I knew, you know? Yeah. What made you decide to become a vegan? Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's always a story, right? I mean, if you're going to change your whole lifestyle, it has to have something, you know, something, some kind of meat to that. It actually started because my boyfriend at at the time, he's my boyfriend. <laughs> my boyfriend <laughs> was telling me to watch this documentary called What the Health. And, you know, I'm very stubborn. I was like, no, I'm never watching that because I knew it was going to tell me something I didn't want to hear. And so I was like, no, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. And he broke me down to the lowest compound to watch this thing. And I swear, as soon as I watched What the Health, I immediately gave my meat away to my roommates. I had frozen meat in the freezer. I gave it to them. I just completely changed my lifestyle that very, the, I think the very next day I was vegan. Wow. So you did it overnight. Okay. You got, no, we got to really unpack this because it's a lot of people, I feel like it's more of a gradual transition. You know, they maybe go to vegetarian or pescatarian and then they decide to do it. So what, are you someone who always cooked or did you start cooking more because you became a vegan? You know, it's so funny. I always cooked. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm the oldest daughter in my family. So with that comes, you know, you cook. I I also, my dad, you know, (laughs) my dad eats a lot. So I made, you know, Thanksgiving (laughs) dinners. (laughs) I was the one who, yeah, yeah. I I took on a lot of cooking activities, which looking back, I'm kind of surprised I was doing all of that kind of stuff, but I loved it. And when I was younger, my grandma actually bought me baking books because I thought I was going to be a baker. And I used to write down recipes as a kid in my little notepad, my little milkshake recipes and things like that. But never did I think I was the cook. I just enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So then when you decided at overnight, like, okay, I'm throwing everything away. It sounds like the reason why your boyfriend was, he was interested. So he wanted to see you to become interested, right? That's why he wanted you to watch Worth the Health. So you guys did this together. Is that how it looked? Well, he was vegan before me, believe it or not. Nice. Oh, yeah. that's nice. I love that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Super rare. Like rare. He was vegan before <laughs> me. Normally yeah. the woman's convincing the man, but somehow <laughs> he convinced me to watch this documentary. He was vegan before me for a couple months as like a personal challenge to him. And he was like, oh, mm-hmm. you need to watch this. And that then fueled me 10 times harder because for him, it was a challenge for me it was instantly a lifestyle. It was no more jokes. So now we are being together by default <laughs> because now I'm like, uh, <laughs> now we got to commit fully. This is for life. 
Right. I love this. I love this. So then, of course, because he had been doing it for a couple of months, you had an idea of, I guess, some of the meals to cook or how did how did that look for y'all? Well, let's let's be clear at this Uh-oh. time. <laughs> We were in college. Oh, he's not cooking. Okay. <laughs> oh, we were we were we were young. So we were in college. So he made this famous falafel spaghetti. So he was definitely a mixer upper any of assortments of items, but it tasted really good. It tasted super good. I will not lie. Like it was very delicious. But at that time, I was I was starting from ground zero of what the heck do vegans even eat? Like Mm-hmm. I went to Trader Joe's and I just started buying a whole bunch of vegetables, a whole bunch of lentils, a whole bunch of just random things. And I remember, believe it or not, during that time, there was the Daniel diet going on at this local church, which is a, a plant-based diet for Christians. And that's where I learned how to make a lentil taco. And so from the beginning, all I knew how to make was a lentil taco and lentils, but that was my diet for a good couple of months, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what else were you eating? Just that? What, there's no way you were just eating that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was putting some things together. I was making, you know, I, I loved like Hot Pockets. So I make vegan Hot Pockets with like Beyond Meat. And Beyond Meat, I had this Trader Joe's sauce that was vegan. I had some kale that was vegan. And I would put it all together. I would bake it and I'd have my roommates eat it. And they were like, oh my gosh, you need to sell this. Like there just came a point where I just, I was always creative. I always loved just throwing some things together. And and my mindset was, okay, if, if I ate this before I was vegan, I know how I just, all I gotta do is veganize it. That's it. I gotta figure out how to veganize it. So if I like Hot Pockets, let me make a vegan version of Hot Pockets. (laughs) Absolutely. I think that's like the easiest way to start because I think sometimes your palate can be shocked if you just go from you say you're someone who never ate kale or you never ate avocados. Mm. That could be a lot in the beginning. It's like, I don't know if I could do this because it just feels so foreign to some people. So yeah, I love, I love the idea of veganizing it because that really does <laughs> take, take you over that initial, I guess the hump, the initial shock of everything. And then you'll start to be able to, you know, incorporate more things that you never tried before. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of which, like with the kale and avocado, were there some things that you didn't necessarily eat before you were vegan that you enjoy now? Tofu, a thousand percent. Like, Ah. (laughs) I just got finished talking to Jenna and she said the same thing. We just, we literally just spoke this morning. I asked her this question because I'm just, I was, you know, I'm curious. And she said the same thing. And I feel like I can relate too. So yeah, tofu, what else? I mean, it was tofu was number one. I, I also, I never, there's things I just never knew, you know, like jackfruit. I've never heard of it. I, I always love fruits and vegetables. You know, I'm not going to say I never had, you know, kale or squash or any of these vegetables before. So I was never opposed to them, but I would say number one was, I'm sorry. It just, it was tofu. Like I just, I always thought it was nasty and bland and this weird texture. Mm-hmm. And even before I was vegan, I hated eggs. I literally hated eggs. So tofu reminded me of eggs prior to even being vegan. So I just, I always stayed away from it, but it's so funny because now you can't get me to stop. I love it. It's so good. Oh, it's so So good. good. You can do so much with it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's a million, (laughs) it's a million things in one. I mean, it's everything. It's so good. We could do a whole (laughs) podcast on tofu if we wanted to. I know. Seriously. (laughs) Like all the different ways to make it and enjoy it. Yeah. Cause that is a hot spot for so many people. Oh yeah. I feel like, 
Yeah, and I was one of them, so I get it. So let me ask you this, though. Why is it that you're not on YouTube consistently? Because I really like your YouTube channel. And you watch them? <laughs> <laughs> why you say it like that like in a cringy way what what's no, wrong I, no no not in a cringy way it's just like I still get like people I'm still like I guess in awe in a certain sense like dang people really watch this oh my gosh I just can't believe it and also like oh my gosh it was kind of a vulnerable ish part of my life not fully but yeah mm-hmm. I just like it's still coming to grips with me sharing more of my life but funny aren't funny thing is actually I recorded a YouTube video right before this. So I'm actually trying to get more into YouTube because I mean, you got me on this podcast. I'm a chatty Kathy. I love talking. So I'm like, I need another platform just to talk and just to be myself and to talk about the vegan culture, vegan food. So it's really just time, but definitely now my schedule's opened up. I really want to get back into it. Yeah. So are you still working full time? I am. Oh, wow. So you have the full time and then you have like your basically your full in so many ways, having a Instagram with a following like yours. That's like a full time job, too. (laughs) And YouTube. So how are you balancing everything so that you have the time not only for your self-care, but also for, Mm -hmm. you know, your fitness and everything? Like, how are you scheduling things these days? Well, I first off, I mean, you heard me say I was on like one leg. I was on crutches. So. Definitely, I could do better. And anyone listening to this, I can do better. I'm not the blueprint, but this is just what I do. I always schedule my day in sections. In the morning, I know I'm going to the gym. Like, it's not a negotiable. It's not like, oh, if I feel like it, like from X time to X time, I'm going to the gym. And then as soon as I get back from the gym, I shower, I make my breakfast, and I go right into work. And thankfully, thank God, I work from home. I work at a tech company, so I'm able to work from home. And then as soon as that block is off, I'm back on the black and vegan. I'm doing black and vegan stuff. I'm checking black and vegan emails, but typically let's be honest, you have to shoot content during daylight. So as soon as I'm off from work, I immediately start working on content. And then when I'm done with content, I edit content. And after content's edited, (laughs) I check emails. So that's typically how I do it. I just block my days off into this time is this time, this time is this time, this time is this time. And then shoot the last part of the day, read a book and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm surprised to hear that you're actually doing everything at one time. So you're shooting, editing and putting it out all in usually one session. It sounds like, is that right. how you're doing? Yeah. Like I said, don't recommend, but I do do that. I try not to do that. I tried to do things the day before or two days before, but batching content just never worked for me. So I have to do what's best for me. And what's best for me is just doing it the day of, I don't know, maybe like the adrenaline. I don't know what it is. Yeah. You must like that. (laughs) You must, you must do, you must chase that. Because I was like, when you're saying, it, I'm like, yikes, that's a lot. But hey, whatever works. How how often are you usually posting? Is it a couple of times a week? Yes. So I post, my goal is always three times a week. And I've lowered it because I used to do five to six times a week. And I, I was like, okay, this is too mm. much. Three times we'll have to do. And hopefully they come back next week. And I'll see y'all next week. You know, I have to treat it like a job. <laughs> yeah. Because if I don't, it will take over my life, which you know how it is. Like it it will take over your life. So I had Mm -hmm. to give myself a boundary and a boundary where I felt okay. And three times felt, felt pretty good. Mm -hmm. 
Have you started to work with brands or are you even interested in doing that yet? I think I saw like a while ago, I think you saw, I saw you working with a brand, but is that something that's a part of your plan or like, how does this look for you? Yeah. So I actually do work with brands. I actually took a pause from working with brands because I had to, I had a lot of, I, I, oh, God, I had to um, graduate with my master's. And in that time, I really had to focus on my thesis and I just had, I had no time to dedicate to brand deals. And I felt like I needed really a separation from brand deals because I remember the month of April, I had like about five brand deals and it was a lot to do along with school, along with work, along with regular posting. So I remember I told myself, I'm like, Imani, you need a break. And I consciously took that break. I consciously had to say no to things I wanted to do, not because I didn't want to do them, but because I had to, I had to set a boundary with myself and I had to make sure that, you know, this page truthfully is a passion for me. And when it starts to feel like too much work, I have to check in with myself and I have to start saying no to things. And, you know, brand deals were unfortunately the thing that had to go. I had to focus on other things. So yes, yes. And it's temporary, right? And first of all, congratulations. I remember you posted that about getting your master's. (laughs) So congrats on that. But yeah, it just had to kind of take a break on it. I don't blame you. Yeah. I mean, you, I, I'm sure you've done a brand deal. You know, it's not just for funsies. I mean, there's things that the brand wants you to do, wants you to say, wants you to, you know, shoot, or if they don't like it, you have to reshoot it. At the end of the day, you're working for someone, you're freelancing essentially. And for me, I want to make sure that that's perfect. Like I want to make sure that that is not just their voice, but my voice. And so that takes that takes some some effort. <laughs> so definitely a break was needed. A break was needed for a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. So are you planning to start to incorporate more of the sponsorships now that you're finished with school? How do you feel now about that? Incorporate more brand deals? Yeah. Are you are you want do you want to start doing those again now that you're finished with school? Yes, I, I do because I mean it's one of those things that if I naturally use a product, I'm promoting the product for free on my page. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things like, why wouldn't I partner with this brand and share this brand? You know what I mean? I'm already kind of showing it. This is also a form of income for bloggers. I mean, being a blogger, it it costs a lot of money to, especially if you're going to be vegan and try to get some of those specialty products or those special things, they cost money, you know? So partnering with brands is one form of income that a blogger can do to make sure to sustain their, sustain their business. So of course, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just a good way for also for your audience to find out about new products and then you get paid for your time. That's like, (laughs) it's a no brainer. It's like a win-win. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
I guess before you weren't, you didn't have that capacity. You didn't have like the the bandwidth to like pitch people uh, as far as brands mm-hmm. to work with. A lot of your pitching, is that incoming these days? Yeah. You know what's so funny? And, and this is not even, this is like a blessing, is that every single inquiry has been them inquiring me. Every single one. I have never pitched myself to a brand or approached them and said, hey, I really want to work with you or this or that. I have shown a product and my followers have gone crazy. And I reached, I reached out, you know, publicly, like on my story and said, Hey, like we need a partner. My people want your stuff, but I've never pitched myself before. And I, I consider that an honor, like that brands will reach out to me and just want to work with me organically, which feels really good. Absolutely. Yeah, that is dope. Do you at this point have anyone that's helping you as far as like negotiating your contracts or helping you with email, just anything, any type of assistant or any type of help? I would say me, myself, and I, and that's all I got. In the hey, room, honey, no. Oh my God. Um, what are you going to get some help? Oh my God. <laughs> when are you getting some help? Even if it's just, even if it's just like an assistant for a couple of hours a week. To help you, you know, manage no, things. Yeah. No, I, I need one. And I will say, like, if I ever need help, I have, I know I keep, it's, I know it's cringy, but my boyfriend does help me. And I'm really blessed to have someone that's supportive and helps me out and, and will record my YouTube videos if I need or will work on a project with me if I really need help. But as far as, like, outsourcing for help, I haven't gotten that. And I am actively... Let's say not searching, but actually knowing that I need help. Yes. Well, that's amazing. That's not cringy at all that he's helping you. That is amazing. That really is. You'll get it. You'll get it when you, when you really feel like you need it. But I was just (laughs) really surprised. I'm like, no, you need somebody. You're working and everything. You have so much going on. You need somebody to kind of help you with things. So I'm glad that he's there in that way for you. Yeah. It's a blessing. I'm really grateful. Yeah. So I know that fitness is a big part of what, of, of like your daily life, of course, right? You schedule that time in the morning for it. Has that always been your life or did it come along with you also becoming a vegan? Actually, no. It No one, yes. <laughs> you know, fitness, you go in waves. You have that, okay. <laughs> you know, you have the waves. I'm not going to even lie. You have the wave of like, I'm working out. I'm drinking my water. I'm doing everything right. And that was even before I was vegan. And then I went on a slump. And then after the slump, COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, COVID hit and it hit us all. And it hit us in the way of like wine and, you know, bread and all the luxuries of life. I didn't Mm -hmm. have to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to go anywhere. It was great. But... (laughs) And that actually happened while I was vegan that I hit probably my highest weight in my adult years because of COVID, because of, you know, the lax, the lax lifestyle. But I'm also in the best shape while I'm vegan. So I, it, it definitely does fluctuate. Wow. So what are some of your favorite, speaking of food, what are some of your favorite dishes? What are your go-tos or just ingredients, whatever you want to share? Oh, I love tofu scramble. It's my favorite. I always add turmeric to everything. So I added to that. <laughs> Turmeric mm-hmm. and pepper. I'm obsessed with that flavor combination and also the health benefits attached to it. I always love a taco. I'm really a good taco person. Like I love also involves tofu. Also my lentil tacos. I love that. Also, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm really into sherbet right now because it's summertime, so it's so hot. 
So lately I've been just like freezing, like whether that be lemons or I'm freezing right now, I froze some oranges and you know, you just add a little coconut milk, you add it to a blender and it's just like so creamy and delicious and cooling. Mm. And it's summer. It's just so good. It's so good. Oh, hippies. <laughs> I don't know if you, have you ever had hippies? Ch- chips? Are those the chips? Yeah. Have you had some? Are they like the puffs, right? Yes. Are those- are you, yes. The white cheddar puffs that are vegan. Yes. I don't, I don't know. I don't like those. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) But let me say this. I tried them when they first came out. So it's probably, it's probably better now. Because it was when they first came out. If you're, is your thing like not enough salt or something? Like, is it, is it it flavorful, not flavorful? (laughs) No, I don't think it's enough flavor. I think the texture was, is better than I expected. The texture is better, but it was, I think it was a flavor thing. For me. So I didn't need a whole lot of salt, mm. but if, maybe that was what's missing because something just didn't feel like it was missing. Maybe that's it. Mm. I don't know. I'm I'm happy. Happy. Okay. That's what it is. Well, all I'm saying is I've deprived myself of salt for a minute. So I'm like, maybe, maybe my taste buds is off and like my, <laughs> I really just love it. I'm like, maybe that's what it is, but it is so good. I'm surprised. Please, please Wait. bite on the bag. Buy the white cheddar. Don't get the barbecue. Don't get the barbecue. The no, I didn't get the barbecue. It was white cheddar, but it was, it's been years though. It's been about three years since I've had it. So it's probably better. <laughs> you know how this goes with a lot of these products. They get better <laughs> over time. So I don't, I don't know. I just remember thinking like, for instance, if I'm in a bind and I'm like at a convenience store and they sell it and there's nothing else, I'm going to buy it, you know, but I'm of not going to say, oh, when it's like 10 other options at a regular grocery store, I'm not going to pick that one. So now you got me thinking, maybe Wait, I should try it. If I'm oh, in a regular please. grocery store, yeah, like what are your like what is your go to? Popcorn, <laughs> <laughs> like like skin pop. What is the is this other one? It's like a Buddha on the front of. It's on the front yeah, of the yeah. back. It's boom. It's like boom chicka pop. That one. I like that one too, but it's another one. It's like a little Buddha actually sitting actually, on the. Like, is it a light is bag like tan? Is it like tan? Yeah, I believe so. I like that one. That's really. I just love popcorn. So that's going to be my go-to. Not a popcorn fanatic. That's good, though. <laughs> what about you? Like, what is your go-to outside of these chips that, that I'm not liking? <laughs> oh, my. I know. I know. Now I'm like, oh, the pressure's on. Let me, let me try to find something she likes. Okay, but I don't know if you've ever had it. I, okay, I'm, I'm, okay I'll, I'll put you on to these. Hopefully, Whole Foods all over the nation got these. So there's like these little, I would call them butter cookies. They're vegan butter cookies with a mango filling. And they're in the self-serve, I'm trying to be very specific here. They're in the self-serve section. You have to pick up a bag and put it in the bag. But it mm-hmm. is this mango filling and there's a strawberry filling, buttercream, buttercream. I think it's buttercream, butter-based cookie. And it's probably one of the best things I've ever had in my life. That's from Whole Foods. That's Whole I don't, Foods. I, I, that's all I can give well, you. Well, they bake it in store probably. Yeah, if you said it's like yeah, the, they, the bakery area, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had like vegan donuts like with nothing on it in those little packages? Is it the same self-serve area in Whole Foods? It's in the bakery section of Whole Foods. But it's in like a container with like six of them kind of thing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good. Yes, I like that. <sighs> oh, Father God, I, my heart almost dropped. I said, I hope she likes this. I hope she at least likes this. You know what? It's so funny you're saying this because people always say I don't like anything, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> That's not true. Wait, wait, wait. When it, I'm, now I'm curious. When is when is your birthday? Because I feel like Northly Gemini's don't like nothing. 
No, I'm a Libra. So it's in September, oh, the end of September. Which, oh, what's yours? What's your sign? Aquarius. <laughs> Aquarius. You guys are so, y'all are like perfectionists. I feel like y'all oh. are very particular, very, con- y'all are very sure about everything. I love that about y'all. Oh. I feel like, I don't know if that's all true. I mean, just the ones I know are like that, very sure of themselves and oh, no, like, this right. is what I like. I feel like I'm indecisive about things. <laughs> you guys always know what you want and how you're going to do it. <laughs> oh, no, you're you're definitely right about that. And I love Libras, too, because Libras appeal to almost anyone because you guys do have that, like, dual sides going on. And I am yeah. very particular. I am mm-hmm. very stubborn. Like I told you, like, I was like, you I'm not watching this documentary. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm not watching that. Like, it, I didn't even care. Like, I didn't even know what the premise was. I'm like, I'm just not doing it. And it took you know how long it took him to convince me to do it? So a hundred percent, we are definitely like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. So what else are you enjoying? Cause so do you, cause it sounds like you're someone who is okay with having like, you know, processed foods. Cause I know sometimes, you know how, when you run across vegans, they're very particular too about how they don't eat anything that's processed. It sounds like you are more of a like variety. And I get that from your feed anyway. You like you like a lot of homemade food, but you also like your snacks and, and other fun fun things too. Yeah, definitely. I feel like so I watched I watched I read this book called What the Hell Not My My Father God. I read this book called How Not to Die. Have you ever <laughs> heard of it? Yes, I have it too. Oh, I, got the, I, I did the audio version because the the actual physical <laughs> copy. I was like, this is going to take me a while. I know it. Let me just listen while I'm doing other things. Yes, I do have that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, the book The book is thick, very thick. She's thick. Yeah, she's thick. But I'm not going to lie. That book changed my whole perspective on the vegan diet because in the beginning, I told you I was veganizing dishes I knew, like Hot Pockets, like, like things that I knew f- that had meat in it. So I would buy a ton of Beyond Meats. I would buy a ton of, you know, the processed foods. But I feel like that book showed me that you should make your diet majority, if not all, plant-based and sprinkle in the fun every now and then. So I would like to say my diet's pretty 85% plant. And then I do have like that 15% of like, let's, let's live it up. Let's do what we want because you only have one life. So, you know, you're going to want a burger every now and then it's not made from quinoa. You're going to want a Beyond Meat burger every now and then. But that's pretty much my philosophy at this point. Yeah. And I think that's real. That's very realistic because it allows you to have, still have a social life too. Because unfortunately, Mm. you know how it is. We go into different situations and sometimes all they have is the Beyond Burger on the menu, but you still want to have fun and hang out with your friends and do things. So it really is important to be able to know that the flexibility is there if you need it. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like the number one thing is you have to do what works best for you, but I do think health comes first. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're going to choose this, this lifestyle, I mean, you might as well try to get the benefits from it the best you can. You know what I mean? And the benefits really do come from the nutritious plants and all the vegetables and um, the legumes and all those things Mm -hmm. and all those spices. I mean, I do, I don't want it to get misconstrued. Like, I think that's super important, but I do think you're right. Like sometimes, most importantly, you don't want to starve yourself. And if you do want to go out and and God forbid, go out with your friends to a dinner, <laughs> if all you have is Beyond Meat, burger, order it and eat it and enjoy it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So it sounds like you were like a lot of focus on the health as well. So even though what I love about the What the Health documentary is that it did a very good job, in my opinion, of sharing all of the reasons why people decide to become vegan and why this lifestyle is important. You know how a lot of times they just focus on just the health, but I know that focusing on the animal rights, which is, you know, the ethics ethics of being a vegan in the environment, I feel like those reasons really do keep people on track. Mm-hmm. People keep, mm-hmm. keep, keep it when they say, oh, I don't have discipline. I think the discipline comes from having a strong why. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, health, if you don't have health problems, a lot of times it's not going to be a strong enough reason to be vegan, you know? So initially when you watch with the health, were you focused more on the health or was it more on the ethics of being vegan? That was really well said. I just want to say that that was a very, that was a really good analysis. Yeah, that was good. For me, I had a lot of experiences with my family at a very, very young age of health going wrong. From a little girl, a lot of my family members have passed away from either breast cancer or diabetes or strokes. And I think seeing that from a young age, you know, what's so funny is like, I I go back to that moment when I watched that documentary and a lot of people are shocked that I went cold turkey almost immediately. And I don't know if it's like the Aquarius in me or if it's the, the experiences I saw as a child. But I remember after I saw that documentary and I realized that I might be able to save myself for my children, save myself for my nieces or my nephews or my family members or the growing family that I want to hope to have one day, I could do it with my health. And all I have to do is not eat meat, not eat dairy. I would do that in a heartbeat. I would do that. I would do anything I could do for my family if I could be here longer. So for me, Mm -hmm. to answer your question, the number one thing was health. And I know a lot of people, it's controversial to say that, but everyone has to have their why and everyone's why is benefiting the other person's why, if that makes sense. So for me, it was it was health, number one. I love that because, well, not that you had to see a lot of the death when you were younger, but I love that you were able to pull from that and it was like, okay, I want my legacy to be different, you know? Because a lot of times, like I said, you know, people don't necessarily consider the health unless they already have health issues, especially if you're, you know, under 40, you don't necessarily Mm. probably look at it the same way. So I've just love how you were able to say, okay, what can I do to make things easier and better for myself and for my future, my children, my grandchildren, you know, what type Mm -hmm. of example can I set for them? So that is, that's a very strong why. Absolutely. Very strong. Yeah. Yeah, What about you? Well, I actually went vegan for ethical reasons. I read books and watched documentaries about factory farming and Mm. human rights reasons. That's why it was for me. Because a lot of, you know that, a lot of people who work in these industries, unfortunately, aren't treated the best, Mm -hmm. you know, who work in animal industries. So that's why I initially went vegan. And then after that, as I'm getting older, it's definitely more focused on the health. And then, of course, the environment. So I feel like a lot of us kind of have these different parts that resonate Mm -hmm. with us. It can be just a little bit of everything. But just having enough, strong enough why is why I think is important anyway. So, No, I I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think the deeper you get into the journey of being vegan, I feel like you're right. Like everything gets hit. Like if you you care about yourself, you're going to care about someone else. If you care about someone else, you're going to care about an animal. You're going to you're going to care about something inhumane to watch, inhumane to see. Mm-hmm. Unjust. Eventually, you might not care now, 
but you will eventually care. And I think that's the journey of veganism is it's not really, it's about you, but it's about so many other things, you know, which makes it so special, so different. It's bigger than us. It really is. Like, even if people don't necessarily agree with the animal, you know, exploitation, because I know that's an issue for us as Black folks. We're just like, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, I don't care yeah. about no animals. We got enough problems. But even if you don't care about that, you can definitely care about how it affects like a human rights issue as well. Because I feel like a lot of times, I mean, just based on things that I've researched over the years, we could truly feed the world if we didn't have to feed so much livestock. Because we would have the resources for it, you know, and it's big business, though. So people, we know that's big business, especially the dairy industry, huge business. Yeah, so. that, that, but that's what breaks my heart is, I mean, of course, I know everything's about money. I mean, I know I can't be idealistic. I understand that. But it's like, dang, when it comes to just that over people, it just it kills me. And mm-hmm. another thing that I think about that when it comes to people in that industry I literally always think, uh, have you heard about like their mental health and them having to like yeah. witness oh, and I actually know. have to be the ones to, to hurt an animal and see mm-hmm. like those people never come out the same. And I actually think no. that industry has the biggest turnaround rate because of that, because it's brutal Absolutely. in there. Like it's Absolutely. Oh, yeah, just even talking about it makes me just sad because dang, that's a lot to go through. That's mm-hmm. a lot to go through. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What tips do you have for someone who is just getting started? Like as far as with their vegan journeys, what do you think that they should think about? Number one, don't put too much pressure on yourself. I think that the number one rule is think of dishes that you know and love and just veganize them. Think, think, okay, instead of meat, what has a meat texture or what, what, what feels right? What kind of looks kind of like it? And even even if you mess up, that's okay. You know, just keep going at it every single day. And I know we talked about in this in this whole podcast about the alternative meats, but in the beginning of my vegan journey, that's all I knew because that's all that looked familiar to me. So if you can start off with the alternative meats to get you a kind of away from that um, from actual meat, then do that. Just do whatever feels most comfortable to you in the beginning because you don't want to put yourself yourself in an overwhelming situation where you just give up, you know? So veganize your favorite dishes, number one. And number two, have fun. Like if yes. you are if you have the liberty really of being in a city that has vegan options, go check out the restaurants. Like go live it up. Invite a friend, make it something fun. And I really do think there's a benefit to bringing people with you. Like I got to bring people with me through my platform, Black and Vegan. Like that's really genuinely how it started is I knew, y'all, I didn't know what to make. So I just told people to come with me. I mean, if you have a best friend or if you have a sister or a brother or your mom, your dad, your cousin, whoever's your favorite person, shoot, even if it's yourself, bring Mm -hmm. you and enjoy it. Have fun. Test things out. So number one, you know, veganized dish. Number two, have fun. Yeah, those are great ones. Yes, yes. Always so important. So you mentioned right before we started recording that you have, you're working on your book. You had, yes. I know nothing. So I'm excited <laughs> to hear just like everyone else. What is, what do you mean when you say that? Is it going to be self-published? Are you going to have a publisher? What are you working on? Oh, so exciting. I, I can't get into too many details, but I'm gushing. I'm so excited. A publishing company actually reached out to me and they want to publish my book. 
So I will have a recipe book with about 65 to 75 recipes coming out in the near future. And it will have pretty much the same principles as we talked about in in this podcast. My goal is, of course, to make it about 85% from plants and nutritious and delicious. But I'm going to have little highlights of, you know, your little alternative meats here and there and mixing things up. But most importantly, making food that looks approachable is easy to make and is absolutely delicious. You won't even know it's vegan. So that's my goal. And I'm just so excited for this book. I'm just so excited. I love it. So it's going to be the extension of your Instagram. I love that. Yes. yes. So many people ask me all the time. They're like, oh, wait, I want I want this recipe. I want that recipe. So really, it, the goal for me is to make sure I get all the highlights, everything that everyone likes, put it in a book so people don't have to worry. It's all going to be in one spot and you're going to be okay. <laughs> so I'm yes. really excited. I love this. Wow. So you have to start from you. The good thing is you don't have to start from scratch, but how long do you think this is going to take as far as getting everything out and ready to go to print? Well, from the looks of the, the process of the publishing company, it might take, I think another year in the publishing world, but I've already started collecting recipes, writing things down, creating new recipes, which is another reason why my content kind of slow to three because I have to start thinking about recipes that I'm not going to put out there, but recipes I want to put in my book instead. But yeah, I've already started. It's really, it's really almost near that like 75% almost complete. So I'm really wow. excited. So yes. ah, I'm so excited. And actually this is the first place I've actually talked about it. Like I'm going to announce it on my Instagram fairly soon. So I'm curious if this is going to come out before my announcement or after. No, but. it's not. Okay. So we're in June and this is not going to come out until October. So everybody will know, oh! but I'm, I'm so honored that you told me first though. I love that. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's the Libra energy. The Libras always get the first scoop. So I had to let you know. Oh, no, no. I said this is going to be a reminder. This is going to be a reminder for those in October. Don't forget, my book's coming out soon. Mark your calendars. Okay. <laughs> yes. Follow me on Instagram so you get the update. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Is there anything else that you're looking forward to? I know you recently graduated. Um, you have this book. You're embracing the self-care what looks like doing nothing for you which I love anything I no, I do love that I've never heard anybody say that and I absolutely love it because that is real like giving your permission I'm not going to do anything or I'm going to do whatever I want for the next several hours or the next day whatever I love that that yeah, is self-care yeah, so yeah anything else you're looking forward to yes oh what am I looking forward to geez you know it's so funny the last couple of years, I've had everything kind of planned. Go to go get your master's. Go to go do this. Go do that. Go do this. You know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to seeing what God has in store for me on this journey. And I'm looking forward to saying yes to a lot more things, whatever yeah. that may look like. So I'm, I've kind of taken control for so long. I want to see what God has for me. And I know based on the God that I know up to this point, it's going to be good. So yes. I don't know, but I do know I'm looking forward to it. And this book, I, I just pray that it's going to be an extension of myself, an extension of my passions and my everything in this book. So I'm, I'm excited for that mostly, but anything else past that, I'm excited. I don't know, but I'm excited. <laughs> yes, it's going to be great. I'm so excited for you. Tell us oh, how we can you follow so you much. on Instagram. Oh, yes. You can follow me at Black and Vegan on Instagram. That's B-L-K. 
and vegan. And you can also follow me on pretty much every other platform. I love TikTok. I've now I've now become a TikTok stan. So you can follow me at Black and Vegan on there. Also, as she mentioned earlier, you can follow me on YouTube. You can subscribe. And I really hope by October I have a ton more videos that you guys will be proud of me for. So YouTube as well. And that's it. Also, you can follow me on my Amazon storefront. If you guys want to find out some work outfits, you don't know what to buy, you don't know what to get. I have some things on there too under Black and Vegan. Uh, That's it. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so, so much for being on. This was such a pleasure. Uh, Thank you so much for even thinking of me and inviting me on. I'm just so honored. It was so nice to meet you and talk with you and have all the vibes, all the feels. It feels really good. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Me too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts to make it easy for others to find us. Also, tell a friend. Be sure to share the episode on your Instagram stories and tag Brown Vegan. Thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you next week. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.